Welcome to episode 75. First, let me apologize. I wasn't going to do an episode this week because I was both traveling, as I mentioned last week, and when I got back, I was ill and thankful it wasn't COVID. In September, I got the COVID booster, a flu shot, a pneumonia shot, and the RSV shot all within 10 days. Alas, some pesky something made it through my vaccine barrier. I am feeling a bit better, excuse me, and decided last night to do a short mixed episode rather than be absent since I wasn't really able to prepare a regular episode. So as you just saw, I do hope that my voice uh, continues to be okay. As I mentioned some time ago, I am planning to launch another podcast called News Isn't Funny Until It Is. The idea is to bring a perspective on what's in the news in a way to hopefully make people think and look at what's in the news through another lens. I'm going to talk about the markets and the economy in general, as that is a passion that I've had for some time. That takes me why I decided to do the podcast in the first place. Going back to those early episodes as I shared, a lot of people I've met along the way thought I had a story to tell. Then, as I learned about how many newborns are still discarded, even today in the United States, I thought it might bring a bit of awareness. And I also wanted to give people across a spectrum, whether it's people of a different background, LGBT, living with a disability, or simply being a little different, as we all are different in some way that if my story can help someone know that there are others who might have had an experience similar to theirs, it might bring them a little peace to their mind. The two podcasts in some areas are not that different. Take what's going on in the United States and around the world, and there is a lot to talk about. And yes, we've been there before. Citizens around the world take sides, and that's good. It shows passion and a firmness in what they believe in. And I, of course, have my own feelings about different issues. The challenge that I see that certainly isn't funny is that people can't look through another lens. In fact, for some, they worry about being canceled. And for some, the rhetoric appears or seems to be more important than the underlying message. Looking through that lens isn't to change anyone's beliefs. It's to understand those who share our world and what or how they see what's unfolding around them. No one can be right all the time, and in my view, too many times, a knee-jerk reaction takes place especially with social media. I remember when I was teaching, we talked about the impact of the CNization of the world, or what 24 hours news changed how we think. Today, it's changed from a French press to instant coffee with social media. Within seconds, a viral tweet, post, or observation can and has created havoc very quickly before any of the real facts become known. And Let's be fair, that's dangerous. We have to pull back and stand on a table 
like in Dead Poet Society, to see things in a different way. Maybe it's the kinds of things that I've shared in the podcast or other factors. I try my best at looking at both sides as best I can. I heard a pundit being interviewed by someone who is a pretty level-headed guy, and the pundit repeated his worldview over and over regardless of the question being asked. I didn't see how that was healthy, nor did I see how that advanced the conversation. For example, when I see people protesting, whether I agree with their position or not, it's their right to do so, at least in the United States. In fact, I've often said that my own military service and everyone else who has served and is serving in the military preserves their rights to do so, no matter their purpose, notwithstanding those that are not covered under the First Amendment. What's not okay is when the protest erupts into violence, destruction, or impeding public safety. This past weekend, protesters climbed over the temporary fence in front of the White House. Others disrupted congressional offices and still more painted graffiti on national landmarks. And none of these are okay, and they're not covered under the First Amendment. Frankly, they don't move the agenda forward, either. In each of these examples, and many more, there are undeniable facts that are ignored. And that's the lens that I'm talking about. We see it everywhere. I remember that the news, whether on TV or in print, it was first the news, or the facts, and then occasionally there would be an opinion about the event. Today, So many stations and publications take a piece of news and talk to the audience that agrees with them and sometimes bashes the audience that doesn't. Study after study says a good percentage of people get their news from, are you ready, late night TV, and many more from TikTok and that baffles me. What doesn't baffle me is that if those studies are accurate, getting a headline in now 280 characters or a two-minute monologue isn't balance. Thinking differently, having different gifts and talents, and believing in something differently is what makes a more valuable society. To bring this back to the podcast, I did a lot of thinking over the time of my life why Asian Americans have been treated the way they are, both in the past and sometimes still in the present. It's partly looking at how Asians in America are equaled to Asian Americans, and it's very different, as I've written about. The impact of World War II, the Korean War, and Vietnam War are also significant factors that we can trace back. The rise of Japan's economic powerhouse was a factor as well, and that up until within my lifetime, in the United States, the Asian American population went from well under 0.3 of 1% to almost 5, I'm sorry, almost 7% according to Pew Organization. We should definitely learn from the past without living 
in the past. I'm thinking that if I can take one or two news stories and try to share both sides of the issue, it is my hope that we can try to see news through more than one lens. And while it hasn't launched yet, it is because it's not going to be easy as I've thought more about it. And yet, I think there is a need in today's world climate and worldview. To be sure, I'm not smarter than anyone else trying to move the conversation, and I don't pretend to. I have a number of experiences, though, that I think help me look at things from more than one lens. And what I think I can bring to the table is the important other side of the story in a way to engage. Rather than to offend or push another worldview, and perhaps you can trace this idea back to my own discipline of higher education, with the purpose of focusing on how to think rather than what to think. In the "until it is" section, I hope to end with a little bit of funny news, like the story in Glendale, Arizona, where the fire department was called to rescue a pet off the top of a house. Was it a bird? A cat, or maybe a ferret? Nope. It was a goat that found its way on the roof and couldn't get down. What I will say is that when I'm ill, Kona does come check on me, which is really quite nice. She'll lay in bed with me to keep me company, or just jump up and see if I'm still alive and breathing. Or maybe it's just because she is keeping an eye on me, so I don't leave again. See, two possible lenses. Next week, we'll be back on the regular podcast journey as I move on after the Air Force. The first time I left the Air Force, I thought it would be challenging, and it wasn't quite as challenging as I thought, even though I knew I had to get a job. This time would be very different, as I knew that I was ready to hang up my uniform and move into retirement. Whatever that brought. Have a good week. Be healthy and keep warm.